Welcome to the Road to Emmaus podcast, where we talk about Jesus with Jesus. Thanks for joining us. Well, we're back. We're back. Podcast number two. Um, I'm Caleb. My name's Georgia. This is our podcast. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, we're actually going to talk about the election a little bit. Yeah. Um, Just some of our thoughts. We actually watched this video, which I highly recommend everyone that's listening or watching this video to go at some point, whether it be right now or later on, to watch a video that we watched by Dr. Michael Brown, um, where he addresses the election and then some of the prophetic words that were about the election and sort of how to approach the upcoming months, uh, depending on whether Biden or Trump wins, whatever's revealed, whatever happens, just how we as the body of Christ should approach that. Yeah. And what we should do even now in this season. Yeah. I think he gave such incredible wisdom. So much insight. I mean, regardless of if you, because we're going to talk about some of the stuff he talked about in that video, and we might, you know, go on a rabbit trail and talk about other things, but um, our goal is to kind of talk about that video a little bit. But regardless of if you watch this whole video, you should go watch that video from Dr. Michael Brown. Um, if you're looking for it, it's on his, on Facebook. It's Ask Dr. Brown, and the video title was Reflections on the Elections and the Prophetic. And so it's like a 35-minute video. Um, absolutely go watch it. He has incredible insight, incredible wisdom. He gives so much perspective and peace, right. I feel like. And I think, it, at least from my experience from what i've been hearing on facebook and on you know everywhere. really everywhere social media Instagram. his perspective has been very unique but needed yes but needed so very unique i think very we're special. actually going to see a lot of people start to pick up his perspective and you're going to see a lot more yeah of what he was saying yeah in the body of christ which is good because i think it was actually from the lord um yeah. and i think it was really timely so go watch that video Either before this or after this. It was yeah, it was on his Facebook. It was on his Um, Facebook and he did it live. It's a live video. The only reason I actually saw it was um, how did you even find it? Yeah, I was scrolling through Facebook right before work and Gary York, who's the co president of Lifestyle. Yeah, director. Director of Lifestyle Christianity. Um, No, he's not the director. Sorry, that's Ben. Ben's Um, director. He's a vice president. Vice president, right. VP of Lifestyle Christianity. He just shared it. And I just, I don't know how I'm friends with him on Facebook, but someone I'm friends with him on Facebook, he shared it. Um, and the, the title actually is what grabbed my attention. The reflections on the election, the prophetic, because over the last few days, reflections on the election and the prophetic. Yeah. On the last few days, I've been seeing things flip and I've been seeing that the election would possibly go to Biden. By the way, as of the recording of this video, as a recording of this saw. podcast, um, I just saw that Biden is projected is won the election. It says pro- it, I saw projected on um well just CBS. on a quick Google search. If I just Google election, whatever Google's um wherever they get their statistics from, there's been enough states called that Biden has like 290 electoral votes, which means he has won. All you need is 270 to win. So as of now, Biden's won. Officially, mm-hmm. um, you know, we obviously don't know what's going to happen in the upcoming months or what's going to happen in the next 
you know, we don't know. But as of right now, of this recording, he's won. And as of Dr. Michael Brown's video, that had not been declared yet. It was still kind of up in the air. So those two things in context when you're listening to both videos um, matter. But what happened was I was seeing that there was like a lot of people prophesying Trump was going to win. I mean, the maj- I, mean I, I didn't see one person in Christian culture or in, the, or in the stream of the prophetic, even just among like my own friends saying that they felt, oh, you know, it's the Lord's will that Biden would win. 100% of people have been prophesying that Trump not only is going to win, that it's God's will and that this dream of destroying corruption was going to continue in his presidency. Yeah. And so – when I'm looking at on the surface and I'm saying, okay, I'm seeing that, you know, because some people even talked about Trump winning in a landslide and that was yeah. obviously, they were wrong on that. And so I was looking at this pattern and I'm like, nobody talked about the potential well, that Biden it? would win. And we're seeing now that he did win. But at the time when I, before I watched this video from Dr. Michael Brown, I was seeing that it was likely that Biden was going to win. And I was frustrated. Well, what, what's up with all these prophets? And so his, yeah. that's where the video kind of caught my attention, where he, he is addressing that very thing. And he gives some incredible perspectives on, on what we, as the body of Christ, how to maturely handle this whole thing. But what were you thinking? Well, I was thinking, um, you know, wasn't it going to be that it was going to be a, a landslide, but then all those extra votes started trickling in, and that goes along with a lot of the prophecies that Lance Wallnow had said in his um, the chaotic um, president president book. Yeah, yeah. I, he actually, um, Dr. Michael Brown addressed that, where he talked about in the natural um, that there was a possibility that with the votes that initially were cast that it would seem like Trump was winning, but then because of the mail-in voting that, you know... They were all Biden. They would poss- there would be a possibility that it would not only flip or that it would become a close election, but that it would flip and that Biden would end up winning. And that seems... that's I believe that's exactly what happened. I yeah. believe that, you know, from my research and what I've been looking at with mm-hmm. the election, that it started out election day, Trump was winning, it looked like he was going to win. I went to bed that night on election night thinking, well, as long as he just sustains what he's doing, he's going to be fine. And then overnight, you wake up the next morning and you see all of a sudden Joe Biden's leading in certain states and swing states. And next thing you know, now we're at this place where well, Joe Biden ended up winning. And so in the natural, that's kind of what for some, happened. For some, some people reason. predicted that to happen. Um, some people predicted that. I think it was, I can't, he mentioned Lance Walno predicting that it would be decided in the courts because yeah. right now there's there'd be a lot of discrepancy um, about it there's people talking about you know fraudulent votes. fraudulent votes and i mean i've heard so many different perspectives on what illegally is being done um and that the democrats are trying to steal the election and and all those sort of things and it's it's one of those things that we're, we'll obviously see what happens in the months to come, what's proven yeah. and what's not, and um, having to trust that the Lord will reveal any sort of deception or corruption. Of course, and he so, will. Yeah. But that's that's kind of what led to me watching the video, which sort of 
I actually sent it to Georgia. I said, yeah. I, I need you to watch this video because, like I said, it's a it's a different perspective than what, what I've been, been hearing. hearing. Yeah. Everything of what I've been hearing is yeah. Trump's going to win, Trump's going to win, Trump's going to win. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And Dr. Brown clarifies that he voted for Trump. Yeah. Just like we voted for Trump. Yeah. Wants Trump to win. Would like to see former years of Trump. But yeah. in the possibility that that doesn't happen, how do we take all these prophetic words? Yeah. How do we take even, I mean, even our own perspective of believing in that Trump is God's candidate, that that's the way God wanted it to be. And and also, like, a lot of the fear that is surrounding if Trump doesn't win and addressing that, you know, that yeah. he, he really does address that. And I feel like even on Wednesday and Thursday going into school, there was just a lot of fear. Yeah in in worship at school i could just feel fear in the room um a lot of people were nervous i had so i was sensing in the room a a level of anxiety that i personally don't ever carry and it was so strong i had no ability to just sit there and worship i was trying so hard to just worship the lord and i was like i can't get this out of my mind and i don't know why and it was probably picking up on other people let alone myself and well, on election night, I could I couldn't even sleep because even when like Trump was in the lead, I was just feeling so restless. Yeah, thinking of the possibility right, that, that the Biden possibilities. would win. It felt of like this temptation to pick up fear mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. if Biden wins, everything that I know the world to be is going to be completely destroyed. Yes. And like, oh my gosh, they're going to kill so Christians. funny. Um, yeah. And in reality, I was actually, we actually talked about this a little bit. I was putting my peace in my circumstances. Exactly. I was definitely putting my peace in what the in state Trump. of this country looks like. Yeah. Versus the state of my unity with Christ. Right. Like, and looking instead at of focusing on my peace with Christ and knowing that regardless of my circumstances, mm-hmm. I'll be okay. I was really putting my peace in my circumstances mm-hmm. and the possibility that, oh my gosh, things are going to change, that anxiety and that fear just tried to grip. Yeah. And I mean, I had, I've been glued to my screen. Yeah. Election, election, looking for it, constantly checking it because. Checking a lot. And I'm like, I don't want to see it. It causes me to have anxiety when you look at it. Right. Both reactions. It was, let me ignore it because I'm anxious or I need to look at it because I need to make sure that it's okay because I'm anxious. Just trying to control it or like, I don't want anything to do with it because it's giving me anxiety. Neither of which were fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Neither. And so Um, it was like, I'm, I'm really thankful for for this, the video that uh, Dr. Michael Brown yeah. gave because it really gave me, it, it set my mind back on what's the main thing. Right. And the what's main, the right thing. Yeah. And it, it really brought a lot of peace. So. And so he addresses, I, we took notes about like kind of what we. Um, should, should we pray? You want to pray? Yeah, let's pray. Okay. Kind of before we share some of this stuff. Um, so Father, we just thank you so much for just what you're doing in our hearts and what you're doing in this nation and what you're doing in the church. I pray, Lord, that your will would be done yeah. in this nation, that your will would be done in our hearts, Lord, that our perspective would be the same perspective as Christ, Yeah. that we would come into alignment with whatever your will is for yeah. this nation. Yeah. And Lord, we pray that you would just embolden the church yeah. not to be on the side of a certain party or not to be on the side of a political perspective, but Lord, that we would constantly be on the side of truth 
that we would constantly be on the side of what you're doing and what your son is saying. And so we thank you, Lord, for um, just encouraging us in this time. And we pray that those who are listening would be encouraged and edified and that they would have ears to hear and that if there's any fear, tension, frustration that they're feeling, Lord, that by the end of this, um, they would have a perspective focusing on you. In Jesus' name, amen. And while you were praying, I really felt like the Lord was saying like, like, almost like him welcoming me into a place of surrender. And I feel like that's what he's doing with all of us, um, with the election and with the result of it, like a true, like a true surrender, like a true surrender, knowing that no matter what, it's going to be a good outcome with what he's going to do in us and in the body. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So one of the first things that, that he addresses in this video is he's talking about what's more important than the state of the country yeah. is yeah. the state of the, the church. Bo- yeah, the state of the body. Because ultimately, I, I, find it's, I find it interesting. It feels like, it feels like because, at least in, in the United States, I, I obviously have no perspective as to what the church looks like outside of the United States, but in the, in the American church, it feels like we rely a lot on politics. We mm. rely a lot on our freedoms. And it feels, it feels like in some ways we've become complacent, you know, in the last four years. Um, obviously in our culture, we see a very heavy push towards spreading the gospel. And yeah. obviously that's, you know, the leaders that have been that are above us and you know like Todd White and, and others they're they've kept that foot on the gas yeah. we're sharing the gospel no matter what um but I can say in my own personal life um there has been a sense of comfort that has settled in knowing that there's a leader in the White House who in in most ways seems to be pushing policy that reflects my values. Yeah. And and in I mean, a way is not going to restrict um my ability to be a Christian and really be comfortable. And really I could see you know I could see either way where the church needs sort of a stirring to get out of the comfort zone and to really, you know, wake up. Mm -hmm. Um, And he talks about that in in his video, but um, there really is like a a perspective that I've carried, which is like, well, you know, if Trump's in office, I'll be okay and I can relax for the next few years and and continue down the path that I've been going. there's really that temptation. And I feel like even at school, people have talked about that, where they were very complacent in the last four years. But when Obama was in office, they they had grown so much in their faith. In the and we had talked about that. Right. Like, had th- that they had really grown in their faith. And so, I mean, the Lord will use it. Well, know? because ultimately, when I, when I looked at it, I was like, okay, I'm afraid of Biden being president, Kamala Harris being president, or, you know, however that works. But... I was afraid of that, but I had to ask myself, like, what is it I'm actually afraid of? Right. And what I was afraid of was change. You know, we hear so much about um, 
the Democrats platform right now, you know, the all already there's sort of a suppression of speech right. that's happening on social media platforms, on other platforms for conservative voices, conservative values. And, you know, there's, seem- I mean, they're taking at, they're taking different things off. If you say mm-hmm. something that goes against what they believe, like Instagram, Facebook or wherever, mm-hmm. YouTube, people are getting like take it, their videos taken off. Right. Because of their values and of what their point of view is. I mean, that's beginning now. Right. And so because of that, there's like this this fear of, okay, is that going to continue and even heighten under a, a Biden presidency? Um, but then, you know, the other aspect is, you know, they, there's so much talk of they're going to take away religious freedoms and um, continue down the path of legalizing immorality. Yeah. Um, and even funding immorality. We have a huge heart cry in the body of christ against abortion which i 100 percent agree with i i think abortion and you know the murdering of we don't agree with millions we don't millions sorry i agree with the stance against abortion right yeah um and like the millions of of babies that are murdered every year right and, and, and so I, I thought think- it was interesting. I did see something which I thought was really interesting that I did want to point out that um, all lives matter, but fundamentally, if you do not um, support life as when it is in its growing state, i.e. not abortion, like getting rid of abortion, like if you don't support life when it is being grown, then fundamentally, you don't actually support any lives. And I just thought that that was like, mm-hmm. it was like, crazy to think about that like you can't say that you value life if you don't value life at its core and then you you literally don't value any other racial any other race or any other form of human life because you're not valuing it at its pure state so well and that's where it's like even the definition of life has been you know changed where you know people will say that if it's not born yet the child is just a fetus and it's not an actual life but that's it's been proven this. everyone knows already right and we and we completely disagree with 16 days and we completely disagree with everything of that but but that from what i've seen has been the main heart cry of why people are so right. for trump it's not necessarily that they're for in this him. election specifically yeah and and even in the last one that was kind of a main thing that i saw as a, as a theme mm-hmm. but they're what they're against is this this murdering of babies and they see the heart cry of god that that's that that's evil and that needs to be addressed and that needs to be changed and because it's and just being swept under the rug roe v wade to be overturned and and these things that have to do with this specific topic um and i and i would say i 100 percent agree with the desire for that to change and so what i think we're looking at is a lot of pers- prophetic perspectives saying that that Trump is going to win and that with the corruption that's possibly happening that that will flip and that um after in the his, courts after. specifically in the courts that oh, yeah. corruption is going to be exposed in the courts and that yeah. Trump is going to push for that is going to fight against that and that ultimately they're it will going, be exposed and then, yeah. And then it would flip and that he would be a president for another few years. Yeah, that's what they're predicting. And so, 
Which makes sense. I still think that's possible. Yeah, I and definitely obviously do. there's been enough prophetic things spoken about that. Right. That... Like, you know, the entire prophetic realm is right. speaking literally that. And I would want that to happen. Right. Um, and so, like, really, when, when Dr. Michael Brown is, like, addressing that thing, he isn't trying to, like, discourage people from believing what, they, what God said to them, even though the circumstances make it look like, oh, my gosh, we were wrong. Um, but it's actually to say, continue to believe what God said to you and continue to push for it, even if mm-hmm. you seem crazy and even if you seem like... You hold on fast to what the Lord said. Right, hold on fast to what the Lord said. But what do we do in the scenario that it is flipped, that we actually were wrong? And is it possible that we were wrong? And he addresses... You mean corporately. Corporately, like as that we were wrong... As a body. As a body. He said there's one of two ways, and I, and I love the way he put this. He said there's oh, yeah. one of two ways to look at this. Um, what are the possibilities of all these prophets being wrong? He said, there's, there's two ways to look at this. One, either they are right, and through the courts, through a flip in the votes, which actually flipping the votes isn't valid anymore because it's already been called, but in this case it would be through the courts or something along those lines that Trump would win. But it would just be down, down the road in the coming months, etc. And before the inauguration, um, the truth would be revealed and that you know, Trump would actually end up becoming rightfully the winner. He said, or um, there's possibility for corporate deception, okay? And the scripture that he referenced in this, I'm actually going to read it, is in 1 Kings chapter 22. And he breaks down the whole story. Um, I'm not going to do that right here, but I'm going to quote um, the main main scripture that he referenced to. Um, it's in verse 19. And it says, and... Was it Micaiah? Is that what he said? Yeah. It was? Micaiah said, Therefore, hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the hosts of heaven standing beside him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who will entice Ahab that he may go up and fail at Ramoth Gilead? And one said one thing and another said another. Then a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord saying, I will entice him. And the Lord said to him, By what means? And he said, I will go out and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, you are to entice him and you shall succeed. Go out and do so. Now, therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these, all these, your prophets. The Lord has declared disaster for you. And so basically he was giving a biblical example of a corporate deception of, of prophets, of Israel, because Ahab was king of Israel, yeah. of them being deceived, of them being misled. And so he said that there is a possibility for that. And, and he said with that, um, if there's corporate deception, how could that be? Yeah. And he gave two possibilities of that. And I thought those two possibilities were really interesting. He said, number one, he said that revelation could be leading to presumption. And the example he gave was that God showing people Trump would win in the first election could lead you to presume that, oh, well, automatically that means God's, God's on Trump's side. And so he's automatically going for Trump yeah, this next election. And so in a way, their, their prophetic perspective was altered. Excuse me. It was altered by what they already believed from the previous election. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, and then number two is that people fell into a partisan political spirit 
and in, in his words, got caught into the cult of Trump and got deceived. And I have seen a lot. I've seen a lot of that. Like I've seen so many people that are so for Trump, like like Christian people who are just blasting and put, posting so much about Trump. And like I've seen people just pray, like sit at the praises of how amazing Trump is. And I found myself even yeah, doing found that. myself. In I that. found myself exalting everything that he's done. Yeah. And, and ignoring everything that maybe yeah they called it like the uh, the adulterousness about around that surrounds idolatrousness Trump. idolatrousness yeah. and and i just thought that was so interesting so getting like caught up in him almost taking the place of like your savior trying to like save you, you right know, you know what i mean and like so for it as if he's going to make all the changes. Well, I found myself because I was so I'm so wanting the values yeah. that his platform is going to highlight, especially in the realm of like abortion. Yeah. That I found myself excusing everything of moral failure that's in Trump as well. Like yeah, exalting like it, him to this place yes. of he cannot do anything wrong. Everyone's just against him. Everything that is criticizing of him is just a lie. It's just deception. It's just the media trying to Ignoring, hold him down. Yeah. But not actually taking into account that but, there are that that he is not perfect by by any means. He is not a morally flawless character. Right. And and I think a lot of the thing, the temptation is or could be like, well, look at him versus the other party or the other person in running. And they're both super corrupt anyways. So what are we going to do? Like, they're both corrupt. So we don't have that many people to vote for Well, it's for not that anyways. they're both corrupt, but there is the reality that in the political system, there's corruption on either side. Oh, yeah, right. But obviously we, as Christians, I believe there is a... In their hearts, they're positioning in Meyer? No, what I, I mean, believe is, like, is there is, on the Republican I mean, side of, or the conservative side of platforms, like what they're actually going for in um, law and, and right. what they're, they're trying to do in the country. There's more Christian morality on one side than the other. Right, clearly. I can acknowledge that. Um, but what, we've, what it seems like we've done is because we're fighting for those Christian morals, we've idolize the person who's the figurehead for them right now in a way that is almost idolatrous. Right. It's almost like if Trump isn't president, our whole world is coming crumbling down. That's definitely and we the feeling. Need him, and we need him to continue doing what he's mm -hmm. doing. And it's this fear-based thing. And actually, Dr. Brown's concern, and he expressed this, was for the state of the church in that he was grieved about the idolatry of Trump. Yeah. that we focus more on Trump right now than we are even of Jesus and the power of the gospel. And he, he addresses this such a way, he, he just hounds on this, Jesus is Lord no matter who's ruling. Um, Jesus is Lord does not mean hardships won't happen or yeah. freedoms won't be attacked, but what it means is that we need to not be so hysterical. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Because ultimately it feels like we're reacting the same way the world is. Yeah, literally. Now, we're, we're not rioting. We're not right. doing these crazy things. But like, let's just take a moment and really look at this. Look at the heart posture. From the perspective of, of not living like the world. If the world, 
if if the person in power isn't the one that you want, the world would respond with rebellion, anger, frustration, lashing out, looking at people's characters, and then going after people's characters and not demonizing people. Yeah, it's exactly what. Like if Trump wins, it's like a child. We are anticipating that people on the left or people who are on the in this side of the world are going to lash out in chaos. Right. And so if Biden wins, should the church respond the exact same way? Should we respond with hysteria and chaos and frustration? And I, I don't think so. Right. I, I think that's kind of what he's addressing is is regardless regardless of what happens in the next four years, whether we have freedoms that are attacked, whether we have hardships or not, Jesus is still king. Right. And let the main thing be the main thing. Let us focus on what's actually true and let's focus on the Lord. Because God does appoint our leadership and that we do know. Mm-hmm. So in that, why if Biden does win and we know that clearly it's very clear that Trump should win based on our biblical laws and our biblical truths, then I mean, to search out and ask the Lord, why would you have Trump? And we'll find that out no matter what, whoever who is winning, if it is Biden, we'll find out why. You know, there is maybe something deeper that the Lord wants to do in the body of Christ to reveal something like that idolatry, for example, of a leader in our country. It could be like, like when they appointed Saul, like they wanted a leader so bad and God said, well, I have something, you know, for you. I want to right. be your leader. And we're like, no, we want a leader. And, and so we're like putting he, Trump up there. Yeah. Dr. Michael Brown actually addresses, he didn't actually use the reference of Saul. I think that's actually Caesar. good. Uh, he well, he Caesar. said, you know, whether Nero's leading, Caesar's leading, it doesn't matter who's leading. God's, God's still king. Throne, yeah. Jesus is still king. But it, along the lines of what you're saying with like the Saul reference, he didn't give that reference. But if you look at the story of Saul... He was anointed, called, and he he actually did things for the Lord, and yeah. then he turned, and that anointing was mm-hmm. taken from he him. He did mention that with and Trump. And so, yeah, he actually mentioned that with Trump. He said it's possible that God wanted to – that destined him for four years, but because he didn't change his ways yeah. morally and, and you know, the things he uh, talked about specifically had to do with um, – you know, exagger- his exaggeration, some of the lies that he said, yep. some of the ways that he's attacked certain people and not – he was it sort of caused. Now I know that a lot of the, the yeah a lot of the chaos that he's that has happened had to do with I think a a bias of media against Trump. But I mean, Trump wasn't doing himself any favors in some of the ways that he presented himself and some right, of the ways right, that right. he acted. But he so, said if he would have just been strong and just as tough and and you know, took on the left, but his character was in place and his character was actually like the Lord and the fruit of the Spirit, he said he would have. He would have won, not not alienating people, but bringing people together. He would have won with a landslide right. because the character that people would have, there would have been nothing for him to attack. And even though the media would have been so harsh and crazy, people would actually know there's really nothing for him right. to attack. He didn't and, help himself pretty much. Right. And, and he so, would have just had good character. Right. But he did have a lot of people attacking that's still no excuse. And so what, what Michael Brown was saying was... It's There's possible that, that God did, God destined him for four years, but because he didn't change his ways and because the church idolized, has become this place where we've idolized him yeah. so much, 
that that's all he need that all the Lord destined him for is four years, and that it's changed. And yeah. now he says it's possible that Biden over the next four years opens the eyes of people to see how mm. radical the left is, yeah, an awakening, and that there would be a further shift towards righteousness. Yeah. And so we look at it from this perspective of well, the next four years could suck, and we don't want any more of these abortions. We don't want any of these things of our rights and our freedoms to come challenged. And I would agree with that, and I'm and I understand that. But if we look at the big picture of things, of what God's is God's bigger. ultimate yeah. plan from this perspective of he's outside of, of time, things. able to see what's going to happen, it says it's possible that Biden over the next four years could open the eyes of people to see how radical the left is, be further shift towards righteousness. He says then maybe after that, another president with more conservative values yes. could come in and be more of a unifier. Yeah, which is what we need, a unifier. Right. And, and, and right now, thinking it's about- possible that... You know, with Trump over the next four years, it actually could cause more disunity yes, in the body of Christ and disunity in the nation. Yeah, in the nation. Yeah. In the nation. And he, oh gosh, he said the statement, and I think it's so, it, I think it's so Before good about to- four more years of Trump. He's like, four more years of Trump could create such a pushback because of the disunity in the nation, mm-hmm. especially if decided by the courts. That the left could get more powerful than ever, and then there could be an intense hostility towards the gospel because Christians will be known as the Trump people Versus, and not the Jesus people. Yeah. I mean, that just that hit me because it's it that seems to be the way that we could be perceived in the coming months if we are so much for Trump but not holding our standard to Christ. And not actually putting Jesus as our main focus as what we are we are declaring, um, and that's not to say that we shouldn't vote. We voted, obviously. It's not to say that we shouldn't, you know, talk about the it's election so or talk about vote. Trump or talk yeah. about like these things, or that we shouldn't pray for corruption right. to be revealed. Praying is everything. But if we put all of our hope and all of our emphasis and all of our praise on an individual person or an individual political party or system. It's then I think flawed. we're missing it. The, the, the whole system is flawed. So and everywhere you look, it's going to be corruption, sin, idolatry. Like so let's turn back lies. to our attention to the Lord. And yeah. let's our message be about what the Lord's doing and like not so focused on just the election. Yeah. He said that it's, a, it's going to be, you know, a greater harvest even now. And that like... In if Biden is elected, there's going to be a really great harvest because there it does cause confusion. I mean, there's so much confusion now. Right. Well, either you know? way, either way, Jesus is on the throne. Right. And either way, we know that we know that God is on the side of righteousness. I think he said something really good. It was God is if God is spoken, meaning if God's will is that this thing gets flipped in the courts and Trump becomes president, then it will happen. And so let's take comfort that with as many people are praying, with as many people that are going after the will of God and interceding for the sake of God's will to be done on this earth, that it will happen. God's will will be done. It will be done no matter what. And if that is Trump, then praise God, we can celebrate that that's what God has planned. Yeah. But if, as we're looking at, it seems like Biden has officially won again i don't know what happens in the courts in the next months but if biden you know inauguration day is president 
then we can trust that that's what God has for this country and that in the same way that we look at scripture that talks about honor those who are in leadership in the same way we honor Trump and pray for Trump in the same way that we we trust that God put him in office, then we can trust the same thing with Biden, that, yeah. that God put him in office for a reason, for a purpose. You know, uh, I saw a video maybe a couple of days ago from Eric Gilmore talking about the election and he was actually saying the same thing. Let's focus on Jesus. But he talked about the possibility that God would raise a Nebuchadnezzar or yes, raise somebody that... I was that, thinking about that. Yeah, God but could raise somebody that... You said that. That, that but, in a way, highlights the morality of the church. Yeah, and Daniel was fine underneath Nebuchadnezzar. Yes, and I think that in a way, if Biden becomes president, that's the way we need to be. We need to be like Daniel's. Yeah. who honored leadership. Daniel honored Nebuchadnezzar. Yep. He was not someone like he he didn't follow the the immorality of Nebuchadnezzar. Right. But he honored him and was promoted because of it. And right. he was always on the side of the Lord and he always on the side of righteousness favor. and was a resounding light in the midst of a very dark political system yeah. in Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom. Yeah. And so I think the church has the same opportunity under a Biden presidency. Mm-hmm. There's a way to honor your country and honor the leadership, even if it's immoral, yeah. without With compromising yeah. your, your biblical values, without compromising righteousness. Right. And, I think, and I think being that light and loving our leaders, regardless of who they are, will actually shine a greater light it will, on the gospel yeah. than... Being combative and just standing on the side of like cutting people down and demonizing people. Well, that's never going to work anyways. Yeah, it only makes you a greater enemy of them. And so... I mean, it ultimately will be exposed no matter what corruption is going on. It will ultimately be exposed. It can never stand. It can never come out. I mean, even... Well, the Bible says what's done in the dark will be brought to light. Right. At some point, there's something that's going to be exposed. We've, we've seen it. We've seen in the last few months, in the last few years, we've seen different levels of corruption get exposed. So even a minute... So, so even a minuscule four years, even if he tried to take it or whatever, the Lord... The Lord, I mean, ultimately it would have, he, he, I mean, the Lord hardens the hearts that he does and softens them that he does. So if he hardened his heart to do that, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. Lord is going to use it, Yeah. you know, the and Lord honestly, is going to use it in a major way to build up the body and ultimately look at what the ultimate goal for the Lord is anyways. It's to unify the body, to bring all of the people, all of the body to himself. Right. So well, we're still even, here looking at this presidency, not knowing, I mean... We have to remember that's the biggest picture ever. And even looking know? at like, I actually love this. I love the story of Nebuchadnezzar and I love the story of Daniel. Um, even looking at that story, Nebuchadnezzar exalts himself and he, he has power, but ultimately God humbles him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the way I look at it, I'm like, if Biden becomes president, if ultimately that leads to Kamala Harris, you know, having rule or presidency through different events happening. That you know, doesn't because, because mean... Because of his corruption? No, because, because of... something happening? Be, because of his health, honestly. Oh. Um, because there's questions about his health. And so all, the way it works is if there's some kind of issue with, some, with the president's health. Yeah, if there's some yeah. kind of issue that is deemed with the president's health and they are no longer eligible to lead, then it goes to the vice president, become yeah, the president. Right. Okay. So I mean, through, yeah. those, through those series of events... 
I didn't know it was because of his health. I mean, right. I knew he so through those but... series of events, if that happens, we should still pray for the salvation of these leaders. Right. There, there's no but... reason for us to just assume that they are forever doomed and right. they are just going to be evil 100%. Right. There is always, a, you know, yeah. the gospel speaks louder than every other power. So there's always that possibility that they would encounter the Lord yep. and that they could actually do more. Yep. In, for righteousness in the country, being saved. And think about it. That's the same thing that people would say because, yeah, they would do so much. If they changed and then they did come to the Lord, they would they would ultimately change everything in our nation. But that's the same thing that they would say about, like, the people that hold people, like, kids in, se- in sex trafficking and women and people in sex trafficking mm-hmm. to not just pray for their for them to be freed, but for the people that hold them captive, for those people to become saved. Because when right. those people are becoming saved, then they free the kids and they help other people. You know, it's just a completely different perspective because if right. he is in office, like, we're still going to be praying for our president. You know, I know that other times, like, other, like, the left is get is wants bad for that, but as the body, you know, we need to pray for our president and for our leaders and for our nation, regardless of right. who's there. And I would challenge the, us as believers, like, in the same fervor that we prayed for Trump, yeah, we need to be praying for Biden, and not right. like these... No matter what, if he is or not, isn't. you know, witchcraft prayers of manipulation of Lord, humble him, and right. Lord, I prayed that something awful would happen, that he would turn his eyes to you. That's not the Lord's will. That's not the way the Lord wants you to pray, but but that they would know the goodness of the Lord. It says the goodness of God, the kindness of God, it leads us to repentance, that they would, yeah. their eyes would open to the goodness of God, that 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 they would see the result of the destruction that's been caused yeah. through some of their beliefs and some of their values and some of their way but that they've been promoting the way things. that they've been acting like that like right. the lashing out or stealing or riots like that's not the lord like that's clearly not the lord and that's not how you act but that's not again it's it's this perspective of let's not demonize people right. and dr right, michael right, brown right, actually right. addresses they're being, that they're being yeah but dr michael brown by, addresses that and, yeah. he, and he said republicans are not our savior Democrats are not devils. Right. We are all humans. Yeah, and okay? our wars against... And our against... battles in the spirit. Yeah. And so in the same way that our battles in the spirit, let's pray for the ultimate victory, which would be the salvation of these people, yep. of those who are in power, um, that, that the Lord would encounter them and that they would realize their need for him and realize uh, th- this desire in their heart for a relationship for him, with him, mm-hmm. and that they would have that. Yeah. And so, you know, that's ultimately... What the goal is, um, regardless of what happens, we have, we as Christians are are given a responsibility and a privilege to pray, and a privilege to represent Christ. And let's not let's not let our frustration with who won or how they won mm-hmm. make us reflect the world more than we reflect Christ. I also think like. I was listening to James today on my run. I believe it was in James 2, but he was talking about, like, he was basically talking about faith without works is dead, but he said it in a way that really hit my heart about that you'll hear the word, like, let's be hearers of the word and doers of the word. Not just hearers, but let's be doers. Yeah, Yeah, but if you don't, if you just hear, it's as if you're looking in the mirror, you see yourself so clearly, and then you walk away and you completely forget who you are because you know who you are and you're hearing who you are, but then you have to go and do exactly what you just heard, which is the image of Christ, which is who he is and all the fruit 
that is in you that is bared is being like born in you mm-hmm. to give that away but it's just so interesting because like I was hearing that that we need to be doers of the word as well and so we're hearing all these things and we're seeing all the things that the corruption or the the different laws that we want to be passed you know and the 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 different things that the lord says and we want those things to be lined up in our world and so it's so important to, to not just w- desire those or to hear those or to be upset about what other people are saying on the other side but to go and to vote and i know that you said there was i heard that there were 50 over 50 thousand or there's probably so many more people so many more people came out to vote this year than they did in the previous oh, elections well this is like but, one but of the it's most so important to there's vote. a lot of people that voted this this right. election it's so important to vote but even beyond voting like well ultimately we're kind of past that because it's it's done i know voting but even past, in the future but, you know yeah i mean we're 100 percent for like go vote go do your civic duty go do what you can with with the power that you have in the natural right but even more so along with what you're saying, it's like, well, what do we do in the next coming years? Right. Go represent the Lord. Go be yes. obedient in the Lord. Go That's something... go share the gospel. Don't just be hearers of what you're yes. receiving. Don't be hearers and be spouters of this this parroting of what everyone else is saying. Like, yeah. go do something with it's it. It's so funny. When we watched that movie, Just Mercy, there's like... Um, we watched this movie called Just Mercy. Great movie, by the it's way. It's a really good movie. and Go watch um, that too. I was, we were watching it and I was just like so filled with like this level of injustice in my heart. And I was like, I'm going to become an activist. I'm going to become, I'm thinking this in my head and I'm like, Caleb, like, what can we go do? Like, let's go, let's go protest something to do to make an imp, like a difference. And, and he said, I think that you just need to share the gospel. And I was like, that's it. Like, and I was like, because it's against the enemy. The enemy is doing all the injustice. It's not people. Yes, the people are being manipulated by the enemy, but it's still share the gospel. And I felt this vengeance or revenge on the devil to share the gospel even more, to share to people even more, just to tell every person that I saw, like, Jesus loves you. And I felt like this fire in my heart as I went to bed, like, even more. And it goes up just in line with the election and with all the things with abortion with people like massacring babies in hiding where nobody can see it millions and millions and millions of babies it's like go against those going against the enemy in right. in his fight at his level which is literally the gospel which he hates and he hates us being unified yeah. well and, you know? and i think ultimately I think where we're where we may go wrong or where we may be going wrong and people can disagree with me and I'd love to hear other people's perspective on this. But it seems like we're trying to stop immorality with law. And ultimately yeah. you can't. You can't right. change people's hearts by enacting law. You can only change people's hearts through the, through the gospel. Right. The Holy Spirit inside a person is the only way that a person's heart can be changed and transformed. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I'm not, I'm for law that reflects biblical values. But if we're more focused on using control through right. the law to prevent people from doing evil and not as zealous and as focused on dealing with the heart of the issue, which is the lack of the gospel, the lack of the spirit in people's hearts then I think our focus is is skewed. 
you can't focus on just one side of it and not focus on the other. I think if you're super zealous for the law and super zealous for politics, super zealous for for this for our country reflecting in control um, biblical values, then you need to equally be zealous for dealing with the heart of people. Yeah. Because when you just control people, but their hearts haven't changed, all that leads to is rebellion. Right. All that leads to is people actually raising up a standard against what God wants to do. And if you want people on your side, it's not necessarily about controlling them, um, but it's about loving them and sharing the gospel with them and God transforming their hearts, which will then ultimately lead to the nation changing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really, we're kind of hitting, hitting our point where yeah. we're wanting to stop, but that's really what some of our heart, the thoughts we wanted to have on this. This went in a little bit different direction than I anticipated, yeah. but um, we I just wanted to the, share a little bit about our perspective from what Dr. Michael Brown had shared. It was so good, and I really go felt watch such that a video. big piece from it. Yeah, know? go watch that video again. Piece. I felt so much peace. Go watch the video. It's from, if you go on Facebook, um, it was under Ask Dr. Brown. And the video was reflections on the election, the prophetic. So, he he expands on what we said in in way, way more, more detail. Um, but I I think we talked about it's some just good our stuff reflections. Here. Yeah, I think so we it was about on his Facebook here. page, or do you go type in in Facebook Ask Doctor Brown? Yeah, do that. Go Wait. to Ask Doctor Brown. I believe that's the what in it's under the search bar on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, go do that. Reflections on the election, the prophetic. He expands on what we talked about on the way more. It's only a thirty five minute video, but he addresses things very specifically, very well. It totally helped me realign my focus back on yeah. Jesus. And not that I'm ignoring anything in the election right. or ignoring what God said about the election or what these prophetic people have declared God said about the election. But it's really like no matter what happens, I'm right. realigning my focus back on Christ and on what the actual mission is for the church. And that's sharing the gospel and that's yeah. being a light into the world. And so it's definitely a realignment because there's such, it was, I was getting so off kilter and so focused on trying to hold it in place and keep Trump, you know, in a, but no, yeah. like just really like letting myself share the gospel and pray. Jesus is King. Yeah. And so that's, that's what we want. I encourage you guys all go watch that video, you know, under the comments of this video, whatever you want to say, you can share your thoughts, share share your perspectives on it. That's that's awesome. Um, but let's just let's be a light. Let's continue loving the Lord and pursuing Him, and pursuing people's hearts. Yeah. Um, so let's pray. Yeah, let's pray. Go ahead. Lord, we just thank you, Father, that you've been here with us today in this conversation. Lord, I thank you, Father, um, for Dr. Michael Brown's perspective and the perspective shift in our hearts that um, you have made, Lord. And I just thank you, Father, for um, just letting this go out through um, the screens and through the airwaves, Lord, just for people to be able to just have rest and for an realignment in the body, Lord, that more people would see this and that there would be a realignment, a true realignment, not just saying it because they know the words, not just saying it because they know the right thing to say, but literally a true genuine shift and alignment in the body of Christ and to continue to pray for our president no matter who is in office genuinely, no matter what, even if it doesn't align with what we believe. Lord, we thank you, Father, for a unifying as our nation, 
Lord, we thank you, Father, for just blessing um, the upcoming time, um, if it's in the courts or however the decision will be made. We thank yes, you Lord. that you are there. We just usher you in. We welcome you in to that place, that the Holy Spirit would be present, that um, any exposure that needs to be done and taken care of would yes, be done. And we just thank you that we give you this election. Our hearts are yours, and this election is yours, and our nation is yours. Amen. Amen.